Heart-Centric Podcast with Rafi and Klee. And welcome today to this very windy and blustery day. Blustery. Blustery. Blustery day. <laughs> welcome, you guys. Thank you for joining us during the exclusive live chat of this live pod. Just to put a warning out there before we get started, we are experiencing some very high winds here. So, so if we drop off in the middle of the podcast, then it just means that our electricity has gone away. But good, for the time being, good morning uh, from New Zealand, says Leslie. Good Hi. morning. Good afternoon, said Jess. Hey, guys, said Kirkman. Hi, you guys. Uh, so today we're going to talk about why sharing your art during a difficult time is important. Um, this is something that Clee and I have talked about before in the past. Yeah. It is something that I constantly have to remind myself, you know, because when uh, things maybe are a little bit difficult in the world or um, difficult in your life, a lot of times when you're looking at even sharing your art, uh, something as simple as posting online or something, you're like, oh, what does it matter? Why, why would anybody even care? It can easily spiral into a complete existential crisis for sure. And I think it's really good to talk about these kinds of things. Oh, absolutely. This topic in particular. Hi, Sarah. Hi, Jess. Hi, Tina. So good Welcome. to have you guys here. Thank you guys so much. Uh, Jess said, I sent you a message on Messenger about this subject. Okay. Well, we'll be sure and read that. Yes. We, uh, we right now, obviously, you guys know that we're in book writing mode. So we've spent the entire day working on the book and obviously thinking about these particular subjects because the book is about marketing and putting, putting it out there, putting yourself out there. Extempore said, hi, everyone looking forward to this art at difficult times. It's just blobs of paint that look like things with a smiley face. <laughs> it yep. can be easy to feel that way. And this is a struggle that I've gone through that Rafi has gone through. And that's why we've talked at great length numerous times about it. Yeah. <clears throat> and how to approach it. Yeah, because a lot of times, you know, uh, during the pandemic, I yeah. remember you and I were having such a difficult time because it was like, uh, you know, like we're not we're not changing the world here. We're not we're not uh, something that people really need right now. Mm -hmm. And uh, I, I talked about this a little bit on our discord with uh, with some of the patrons. And one of the quotes that really stood out to me during that time and that stands out to me uh, during any time like that, where maybe it just feels like what you have to bring is insignificant, you know, kind of like, oh, well, it's just a bunch of blobs of paint. Who's going to care? Like, that's not going to change the world. And it's understanding the role that art and creativity have in not only changing the world, but developing the world into something better. In communicating. Yes, exactly. I mean, when it comes down to it, artists are the ones that really, really do bring change in the way that they communicate, whether it is in a painting or in anything that, um, you know, any kind of art, music, whatever it is that you put out there. A lot of times stories or things that are hard to hear are easier to absorb when you're looking at art. Yeah, I've said this a lot of times and I still believe it to be true. Artists are today's bards. Artists are the keepers of the record and the tellers of the stories. Exactly. And uh, the the thing that I always reach back for is a quote from Bob Marley. Uh, Bob Marley, there was an asset. He had been shot. And maybe about four days after he had been shot, he went and played a free concert. And when asked like why he was doing it, um, he basically said that the people that are out there trying to make the world worse, um, they're not taking a day off. How should I, why should I, how can I, yeah. how can I take a day off? That quote is a game changer for me. Yeah. Um, it really is. Hi, Shar. Thanks for joining us. Tempest. Chris said, we wouldn't know what the world was like back in prehistoric if it wasn't for cave paintings. So it can be as simple as showing what a time was once like. Exactly. And, you know, we are the keeper of records. That shows that right there, that the generation that's coming gets to build off of what came before because artists are the ones that are describing the not only a record of what things look like, but a record of what things felt like through their art, through painting, through song, through writing, anything like that that is creative 
that we are able to record down a moment in time, um, there's a lot of power in that. There's a lot of power in that. Love the Bob Marley quote. Yeah, me too. It's powerful. Sarah said, art can be a mirror. It can show someone something they never knew about themselves. Exactly, Sarah. Yes, exactly. exactly. So powerful. Tina said, I was just saying this to my hubby last night. I asked him if I was crazy for trying to pursue art. He told me no and don't give up because it makes me happy. Yeah. 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 I mean, that's the thing. Like art brings, art is a mirror. Art brings that happiness out there. Right. So obviously we're taught right now there is stuff going on in the world and it's a little bit difficult to, um, to really process. And every day, you know, there's that matter of like looking at things and you, you think to yourself, like, uh, even when it comes down to YouTube videos, for example, like, well, we're going to do a YouTube video about feeling good and feeling empowered. And is it something that the world needs right now? Is it something like maybe we should hold off? Maybe I should hold off on working on this painting and showing it to people. Maybe I should hold off on this song because it's expressing, um, focusing on the good times, focusing on the little things that, that make you feel empowered. Maybe I should hold off on these things. And when you hold off on that, you kind of ignore the fact that when you are going through those dark moments, what you are looking for is a light in the darkness. What you are looking for is something that you can relate to. What you are looking for is something that will empower you through those moments where things are looking bleak. And as artists, that's what we bring into the world. Yeah. And whenever whenever you start to question that about the significance of your own artwork, you take that power away from you, from from yourself. And when you refrain from putting it out there, you basically take something that could have connected with someone who really needed it at that moment away because you feel that it's in, is insignificant. I think it's important for artists to remember that because for a lot of us creatives, a lot of us were told that making art and wanting to share art is a selfish act, which I think is complete and utter bull garbage. So sometimes it's easy to forget that putting your art out into the world isn't a selfish act. You could, you might look at it that way, but you're not just putting your out there, uh, your art out there to get feedback, to get collectors, to get a following, to get validation. You're giving something. It's yeah. a two-way street. Yeah, and I think it really depends on your perspective too, because. I suppose if you were approaching it that way, right, you're putting your stuff out there to get the likes, to get the clicks, to get the following, to get the whatever, then I can see how that would easily spiral into like, well, let me just not do this right now. It's not appropriate. But right. if you remember that what you're doing is also you are giving something out into the world that that might have meaning for one person, might have meaning for multiple persons, uh, that's a different conversation yeah. altogether. And the, and the thing is that a lot of times when even looking at it that way could be a little bit of a challenge because, you know, for the most part, a lot of us deal with that insecurity because you're told, you know, well, it's selfish to paint. Uh, I forget which comment it was where somebody had told her, like, it's selfish that you want to charge money for your art mm -hmm. or something like that. So, like, there are all these perceptions of what art is to different individuals and what meaning it has in the world. But it, it kind of gets taken away by the overall view when you look at everything in a generic point of view, right? So like, this is important. That's not important. This is important art. That's not important art, right. blah, 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 right? Everybody has their, their different ways of seeing things. The thing about it is that everything that you create has a value and an importance. Everything that you create, if you are creating for yourself, then it is definitely going to connect with someone else out there. If you're creating art during those difficult times, that art is going to connect with somebody out there. Yeah. If you're creating art during the best of times, that art is going to connect with somebody out there. And the thing is that the narrative of the art, yes, the art can mean what it means to you. As long as it means something to you, that really, that, that matters because it's your art. You want to put it out there. You want it to have significance to you. But that's where that significance stops because it is the person that is viewing the art that comes up with their own narrative, their own story, and their own meaning of what the artwork means to them. Mm -hmm. 
And that's the beauty of it is that when you are creating something that means something to you, and it doesn't have to be super deep or anything like that. It could be just a small like this. Yeah, I love this color because it reminds me of this or that. That's when you will get into a conversation with somebody who might have a different narrative, but it does connect with them in a significant way. And you're able to verbally communicate in words something that your painting or your artwork, whatever artwork it is that you created, already connected you to with. Yeah. That there is something so powerful about that. And we we forget there is a reason why there's people that love Jeeps. There is a reason why there's people that connect to a certain color or a certain style of home or whatever, because all of those things are an artist bringing something to life. And us as artists individually creating these small, you know, like I'm not out there mass producing cars, but I am creating some paintings. I am creating music. I am creating um, some videos and putting my voice out there in that way as well. Whichever way it is that I am expressing myself, whether it is through art, music, videos, uh, my writing, whatever it is, I know that because it connects with me, that it's some in some way, shape or form, it's going to connect with someone else. And there is something extremely powerful and life changing about that, not only for myself, but for the person that is experiencing it. Absolutely. Tina said, my son's school just tweeted a quote that said, if everyone just made one person's day better, everyone will have a good day. That's what I feel. If one person is having a bad day and my painting makes them feel better, then mission accomplished. Exactly. Yeah, that's awesome. I remember during the pandemic, um, we wanted to put videos and we wanted to keep putting videos on YouTube and keep making our art like during yep. the early stages of the pandemic. And we had this conversation, right? Is that what people need right now? Like, is that going to be good yeah. for our community at large? Is that a good thing to do? And one of our rogues uh, really kind of like concisely locked it in by saying, you know, we could really use some stupid, happy fun right now, yeah. some play, some some moments to laugh like that stuff shouldn't go away. Yeah, we need more of it right now. I remember reading a, a tweet. I think it was um, somebody was like art matters not at all right now like you know the the focus shouldn't be on art or creative like that's not important right now what's important is blah blah, blah, blah oh yeah blah, blah. when we saw that tweet i remember that that just like our ears perked up because i was like what yeah yeah and it's like really it's for me it's the opposite we need to keep putting that shining that light out into the world uh during troubled times during yeah. challenging times uh most definitely. I and mean, not, not just, not just the happy art, right? Some art, uh, is a conversation starter. Some of it deals with difficult topics. Some of the art that you created during the pandemic wasn't necessarily happy, but it was you finding answers for yourself about connecting with people. Oh yeah. Right. Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, some of that, uh, uh actually all of my pandemic art sold, um, and really be connected with because people. somebody connected with it, and one of it, one of them was the 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 connection piece where it was two people on their phones, um, not able to connect, mm -hmm. but connecting still. And it was my my way of reaffirming to myself because we weren't going out there and doing public events that like I didn't have to be there physically to be connecting as long as I was there in uh, mind and soul like with my heart and with my mind and being as authentic as I possibly could, I was still going to connect with people, whether it was virtually, um, whether it was just through a chat room, whether it was through whatever method there was, email, Zoom calls, whatever it was, that I was going to be able to connect with people. Mm -hmm. And I think the putting that out there in the world, right? Art that tackles difficult personal challenges and says, I'm going through this too. Yeah. I see you. I hear you. Like we're in this yeah, and together. People, and the thing is that like people will respond to it according to where they're at. Totally. Right. To where they're at, because there have been times where, you know, it, we have an art channel where we talk to artists uh, about the fact that like, yes, you can do that. Listen, if we did this, if we were able to make this into a career, of course you can. You just have to stick to it. You have to just keep going. You have to move forward. You got to go around the obstacles. There are some people that don't want to hear that. 
right? Totally. Because they're they're in such a dark place that they they just hear it as airy fairy uh, nonsense because they've given up. And so like those people are not, those are the people that are going to thumbs down to video. Those are the people that are like, well, that's easy for you to say, blah, blah, blah. Those are also the people that want to unwind at the end of the night with a good film, yes. which is a piece of art. Exactly. Tempest said, when I think about terms like connection and play and shining light, I feel like my creations should be pretty or fun when I often deal with uncomfortable topics that are hard to deal with. So thanks for speaking to the other side of that. Coin. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, most definitely. A friend of ours is a first responder. <clears throat> Uh, and he makes his art in order to cope with some of the things that he's had to see and go through in his job as a first responder. And it can be, you know, he gets a lot of mixed reactions uh, yeah. to his art. Some people don't want to look at it at all. And some people are moved to tears by it. And the world needs all of that, all of that expression. Yeah. And that's the thing. Like, if you just go into it, uh, looking at it as a very surface thing, uh, any art that you look at. And that's that's the issue. A lot of people, because they think that art is alien to them, a lot of the people that don't have that appreciation of art, because art is alien to them, because they've never really given it the time. You know, it's 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 just as simple as if you never tried a certain meal, like let's say you never ate at a Chinese restaurant and you have no interest in eating in a Chinese restaurant, you don't know the nuances of it, you don't know what it tastes like, you're not interested in it, and someone introduces you to it, and then you start to understand it a little bit better. You start to feel all the different flavors and stuff. I could have picked a, a different restaurant, but like I, that was the first thing that popped to mind. But it's that introduction to it. Everyone has that capability. Mm -hmm. The problem is that when it comes to art, a lot of people think, well, you can't just appreciate it. You have to know about it. You have to know the history of it. You have to know this. You have to know that, right? It's like there are experts out there that really know art. You're just a noob that doesn't know anything about art. So right. so it's like it's almost like a lot of a lot of the the lingo and rhetoric out there that causes artists to be insecure in the first place, you know, of what real art is and what isn't real art also has an impact on the flip the side. Public the, 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 the public at large. The public at large. That's what makes art seem inaccessible. Right? Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And the truth is that art is accessible to everyone. I mean, in, when it comes down to what you're expressing, there are plenty of my, I have lots of pieces that are, could be considered very beautiful and pretty. And then I have pieces that could be considered dark, that are considered dark by some, but they're actually snapshots and moments in time in my life where I went from a dark place into a place of empowerment. Mm -hmm. And to watch someone break down into tears because they're connecting with that. Because they understand it on a deep yeah, level. On yeah. a deep level. Whatever it is that they see, whatever narrative it is that they see, you cannot tell me that art is not pow powerful. Now, five minutes before that, a man walked in. He's like, well, you really got some problems, don't you? You know, what were you smoking when you painted that? Those are two different perspectives mm -hmm. on the same subject. One is looking at something on the surface. The other one connected to it on a much deeper level. And that's that's what we have to understand as artists is that everything that we create, whether you meant to or not, is coming from a deep level. You are you, you are not going to spend the time and energy creating something unless it's coming from deep inside of you. Leslie said being present and authentic, uh, perhaps the most courageous thing to do, especially in such a critical online world. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Chris said, when I was going through dark times, I connected to others who had gone through it. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And we all, the, the thing is that we all, we all are able to relate, right? They're, they're, one of the biggest things that happens in the world right now is that there's a lot of separation, right? I'm this, you're that, he's that, she's that. And the, the truth of the matter is that we all can relate on several experiences in our life. And Art reminds us of that. It reminds us of the things that connect us. And art that that's one of the reasons that art makes us so powerful. Because when you look at the world at large, there's so many things that remind us of what separate us, of what make us all different, of what 
what, why so-and-so is better than this person or that person or whatever. It's almost like a ranking. Like you're looking at life and everyone has their ranking on who fits in in society, whichever way it is that they fit into society. Well, all that is bullshit. And art really, really transcends that because it shows you the deeper sides of things. It shows you the beauty. Even a, a painting of a rose can show you the beauty of life and how so many people are going to find this thing pretty. Or somebody going through a difficult time and everyone relating to that. It's mm -hmm. like it's like telling stories, um, you know, about getting drunk in college. I never went to college, but I could totally relate to those times because there were other times in my life that were like that. Yeah, I think this is such a cool thing about art. I used to think that writing songs was a way for me to express what I couldn't express with words. And I didn't realize till much later that um, consuming art, right? Listening to a song, looking at a painting, if you're open to it and you connect with it, it's also a way for the observer to express yeah. those feelings without having to find words necessarily. Yeah. Because what other way would there be? I mean, how many times, and I'm sure that everybody relates to this, how many times were you driving home and just put on a song just because you wanted to scream it out loud because yeah. you had so much frustration or so much going on inside of you that you just wanted to rock out to some song. And how many times did that make you feel better Ellie after said, experiencing it? I was feeling guilty and flaky for trying to live an art life. Went to a museum this weekend and realized people have always created and needed art. All history had art. Never a time in history without it. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, imagine the world for a moment, right? Oh, just for a moment. First off, most of the things that we are familiar with, most inventions that we are very comfortable with, none of, hardly any of them would exist, right? Because creativity is what brings on innovation. But let's say that they were there and every house looked the same. And there was nothing that separated them and everything you're, you're not dealing with colors. You're just dealing with, with gray stuff and concrete and every room looks the same and every vehicle is the same and every outfit is the same. And there is every haircut is the same. Everything was the same. There was no artwork up on the walls. There's no self-expression. There are no movies. There are no music. Yeah, once you take those things away, you start to realize how powerful those things are. This is a world that I would not want to live in. And once you start to really think about how powerful those things are, you really start to take a look, a close look at what your role is when it comes to putting your artwork out there and why it is that you create the things that you do. It's not, it's not about the pressure of like, oh, I need to create something that means something because everything you create, everything you create has meaning. I think it's fundamental to being human, Absolutely. whether you're creating it or experiencing it. Like it's a fundamental, it's not a frivolous thing. Like some institutions would have you believe it's critical. It is critical. Uh, Chris said, I completely settled into the atmosphere when seeing the Van Gogh gallery in Amsterdam. It was, it was just nature things we all know, but through Vincent's eyes and painted them during his life. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I mean, that's a thing. Like you get to, you get a snapshot of seeing the world through somebody else's eyes and you get to relate to that. And not only that, but you are seeing it through your eyes. So it's like you are walking in someone's shoes, walking within your shoes, looking at the world from that perspective. How cool is that? I, uh, in the video we did on YouTube where how does art serve, right? One of the coolest things is that, right? So those works of art are absolutely infused with emotion yeah. from their time of creation from Vincent himself. You look at this work or, or hear a work and you have an experience with that artist that will never happen again in all of the time and space of the universe, that momentary connection where you are experiencing it through your perspective, this thing that was created by this person, living or dead, 
could never be replicated. Right. It's the stuff of <laughs> it's life. It's the stuff of life. It's the stuff of life. Yeah. I mean, those are, you know, you guys know that's our tagline. That's what inspires us. But it's only after like doing this for a while and realizing at the base of it, it is the stuff of life that really inspires us. Um, it could be any moment. You know, I, I look at photographs. There's so many. The, photographs are this beautiful uh, ability to capture a moment in, in real life, right? And you're still seeing this photograph that the artist who took the photograph, the photographer, something about that particular scene stood out to them, gave them some kind of emotion, whether it was they thought it was pretty or it really meant something significant or there was something about it that just stood out to them. They capture that moment. And then as an artist, let's say that you go to paint that scene. Now you are infusing that moment with something else because every single brush stroke, every single mark, every single variation of color that you use is saying something and it's saying something powerful. So like whether you're doing a landscape, when you look at what Van Gogh was doing with his landscapes, essentially he's painting sunflowers and landscapes and different scenes that he's seeing, but you could feel the emotion in those paintings. And whether it is even something that is photorealistic and I'm watching, there's always the nuances there of the artist that really infuse the work with the artist. Same thing happens with music. Mm -hmm. Same thing happens with everything that we create out there. And then like in a moment, it's conveyed to someone experiencing it and it's infused with all of their emotions and it becomes something else for them. Corey said art, music, and poetry, they articulate the unarticulated. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Charles said, uh, along a similar train of thought, art speaks things my mind can't conjure words for. Yeah. Yeah, it absolutely does. It transcends that. The limitations of the spoken word. It's one of its uh, incredible qualities. Kelly said, everything I create was inspired by something I saw that made me feel the feels. Yeah, yep. absolutely. Uh, oh, let me... Timothy said, my art means different things to different people. Two people could look at a piece and have two completely different meanings. Absolutely, Timothy. Yeah. And that's that's the beauty of it. It's like, you know, we all see something different where we're looking at it. That unique relationship. That unique relationship. But that unique relationship has to get started by the artist. It's like referring back to that gray world where there's no art. If we don't have those opportunities to feel good about a movie or to feel like this movie sucked, that, you know, we don't get to investigate those things about ourselves. Or I like this song. Well, I don't really like this song. I like this painting. I don't like this painting. You, you find out more about yourself and who you are by the things that you like and dislike, then it really has an impact on the art itself. Yeah. You know, that's one of the reasons I say, don't worry about people not liking your art because it's got nothing to do with you. Jess said the picture I painted and donated this weekend made lots of people cry tears of joy from remembrance. Oh, so that's you, beautiful, Jess. You allowed those emotional floodgates to open for those people. Yeah. That's a powerful thing. Corey said, I have to wonder if some people actually fear experiencing empathy, common humanity, personal connection. When one doesn't feel anything, when they see, hear an image, do they feel separated? Does it take some level of bravery to put yourself in that space? I would say yes. I would say yes. I would say yes. Because I know people that refuse to do it. Yeah. There are people that refuse to do it. There are people that don't know how, because maybe they grew up in a household where they weren't taught how to do it because the people that they grew up with refused to do it. And they chalk it up sometimes as irrelevant, but it really is fear-based when you look at it. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Sarah, all, all art made embeds emotion no matter what style art it is. Use of color, tone, value, perspective. People can relate and appreciate. Yeah, absolutely, Cameron. Sarah said, I struggle with bipolar depression. I know a crawling out of the darkness when I can paint again. I cried over a giant Picasso of a mother and child in NYC gallery. I literally sobbed out loud. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and, it, and it's powerful. I think we forget that. We forget that as artists, you know? Like, you're painting a landscape. One of the landscapes that I painted literally made my father who mostly looks at my art and is like that I don't even know what that is what is that a painting about nothing or whatever he's he's always been one of my paintings literally made him break down crying mm-hmm. and it was a landscape painting right 
that that's a thing you don't know there is a reason why you are painting it and if you are painting it and you are connecting with it and there is even the the most minute of emotions chances are somebody that's looking at it is going to feel that thing and they're going to bring to it whatever it is that they feel and that's where it's like it is extremely important to be sharing our art in moments where things are rough it is extremely important to be bringing that perspective to be giving people the opportunity to be feeling something and expressing something you know and yeah sure there's people out there it's difficult and it is brave it is brave to feel empathy it is brave to take yourself out of your your high tower and get down and take a look at things some some people struggle with that but there are a lot more people that it will connect with and some artwork some artwork is able to in, transcend those barriers like with my father mm -hmm. and just the floodgates opened up i mean i was taken aback by watching him he was crying and i was like oh okay are you okay <laughs> yeah. like chris has an interesting question uh scroll it up a little up more. a little bit more i do sometimes wonder if a canvas just seeing there is as useful as a story in a movie however i think canvas together is where the power comes shame collectors can't afford 30 paintings like how your gallery has power in numbers yeah okay so that's asking the question like can a painting have as much impact as like a motion picture oh absolutely i think so i mean i've scarcely seen your father cry at any movie that he's seen yeah but he was absolutely um yeah and i think it just depends on you know that moment where the person is in the moment what the medium is they're looking at and what that connection is but yep. i do think canvas has just as much potential Movies uh, are uh, an incredible thing because they bring visuals and music and story all together. It's an incredibly powerful format. It's a um, very powerful format because it does take on all those senses, you know. And I mean, we did that with the installation, with the Happy Art Tour, where we did the sculptures for visual. We had the music and the words for sound. Yeah. And then we had the smell, the different scents in the different rooms to completely associate immersive. those. Yeah. So it was completely immersive. A movie is immersive in the fact that it really does take you in there, but so does a book. That's the thing. A movie, no matter what, you are still watching it through your imagination, right? So like if you're completely disconnected, you could be watching the best movie ever and you're not going to connect with it because maybe you're thinking about something else or, you know, something else. It's a, well, this is, this is dumb. This is just for kids or this is, I've, I've heard a lot of people uh, criticize a movie thinking that it's the movie in of itself that, that might be bad, not realizing that if you go in with certain expectations, you already ruin the movie. Oh my gosh, it's such a weird phenomenon. There was one movie in particular that I watched and I was in a bad mood when I watched the movie and I remember thinking like, I didn't like that very much. And we watched it again and I was in a completely different place and I was like, wow, this movie is like not even the same movie. <laughs> Yep. As far as my experience was concerned, uh, yeah, the per the observer has a huge impact. That's happened to us with our videos. Uh, you know, I've got, we've gotten some really, really nasty comments from people in some videos where you could tell that, you know, things, they were in a bad place. They weren't mm -hmm. in a good place. They were feeling like they were never going to make it as artists. And here's this guy with a, with a dumb face just telling them like, oh, all you got to do is stick to it. All you got to do is stick to it. And like, you know, that's infuriating to them. So they'd leave a really nasty comment. And then I've had people like, a year later, go back and watch the content. They're in a different place emotionally. And they'll say, I'm so sorry for this comment that I left a year ago. I was in a bad place. I, you know, I wasn't feeling optimistic. I wasn't feeling hopeful. And honestly, everything that you were saying was like nails on a chalkboard. Mm -hmm. And that's a thing. It's like, even when you're looking at art, if you go, I remember, um, I remember we were at the flea market and a mother and her daughter had come in and they were looking at your jewelry and it was very clear that, that they, they had just had an they argument. had just had an argument. So like while the mother was looking at the jewelry and appreciating stuff, her daughter was just like looking at everything like this is crap. Yeah. This is all crap. I remember her mother was actually looking to buy her a piece of jewelry and she literally said, like, I hate all of this. Yep. And I, as the creator of said jewelry, had a moment of like 
oh, I'm, yeah. <laughs> um, and then we, you know, realizing like, oh, something happened. Like this girl is in a fall mood. Yeah. Like everything is going to look different to her. It's yeah. going to be tinged with this mood. Yeah. She's there. Anything that her mom likes, she's going to hate. Of you course, know, because beyond yeah, principle. So like, and that, that really does have an impact. Again, one of the reasons I say, do not worry whether or not people like or dislike your art because you have zero control over that. Over the observer's perspective. You have zero control. You have no idea what they're doing, what they're going through, um, what they're thinking. You have zero idea. And honestly, if somebody doesn't like your art, it has everything to do with them in that moment in time. It does not have anything to do with your art. And that's totally okay. Because for some of them, it's gonna, it's still going to provoke questions. And for some of them, they're going to dismiss it. And that's yep. perfectly fine. Uh, Chris said, that's how I want my shows to be completely immersive. I know we want to do some more in the future. We want to do some, some shows and I don't know. I don't know. I, I love thinking about that and seeing how we could get the juices flowing. I want to do yeah. something where it's interactive, like uh, with, with actual sculptures, interactive paintings and a light show that comes to life. Um, but obviously that's all stuff that's outside of my wheelhouse right now, but I'll figure out. Yeah. Virginia said, I'm trying to secretly listen at work right now. (laughs) Oh, Virginia. I'm so glad you could be Virginia. Sarah said, my giant blood red cows froze people in place. An older man nearly cried over them. My landlady hates them. She doesn't understand. It's not even about the cows, but about the colors of the sunrise. I love that. And I love that piece for that reason too. Tina said, I wonder sometimes if as artists that we are not empaths and are painting others' feelings. My recent horse painting I did got the reference from Mm paintmyphoto.com. And when I shared the painting, the photographer let me know that this horse just passed away and she was going to show my painting to the owners of the horse. Humans, uh, this is an interesting thing, right? Humans, when they really connect on, on the level like that, not even face to face in person, we have this ability to do that for one another. Yeah. I have had moments where a human has said exactly the thing to me that I needed to hear and they don't even know why they said it. And vice versa. And that's the thing. Like when you are putting stuff out there and you, you know, it, it all comes down to like saying things because it is, it is a, it is a dialogue and a conversation that happens back and forth. Mm -hmm. And again, we're going to take from those conversations, what we take from them. And depending on where you're at, you're either going to hear it as something empowering or you're going to hear it as something disempowering. Yeah. And really like it's, but it is a matter of taking that first step and just putting it out, making that comment, giving that compliment, putting that picture of your artwork online, doing that show, doing those things where like you are putting communication out there that is you in whatever format it is that you want to put it out there. Mm -hmm. Charles said, trying to control the way my art is perceived is a guarantee that I'm going to have anxiety started. Yes. For sure. For sure. Nothing kills the momentum more than worrying about how it will be received. Um, I don't, there's one area where I experience that the most strongly and that's music. Yeah. Um, And like the willingness to just, make the music that that I want to hear, whatever emotion it is. I remember a handful of years back, I wrote like a really sad song and I was really kind of self-conscious about it, but it was how I was feeling at the time. It was authentic. And I even left some vocal mistakes in there because they kind of helped tell the story of how I was feeling. And I remember someone saying to me, thanks for that. I really enjoyed listening to that. I needed a sad song right now and this was raw and I really liked it. And, you know, that's awesome. But had I worried about how it would be received beforehand, I would have never put it out in the first place. Yeah, exactly. Because then at that point, you're trying to control outcomes that you have, you know, unless you're a fortune teller and can predict the future on exactly how it's going to be received. That's one of the reasons that like we all drive ourselves crazy trying to make something perfect, right? Whether it's a song or whatever it is before putting it out there, uh, a painting. Oh, I want to get this perfect. I want to get this perfect. I want to get that perfect. Not realizing that perfection is in the eye of the beholder, mm-hmm. right? There are plenty of pieces that I look at. It doesn't mean that your artwork, that you don't look at a piece and you're like, oh, you know what? 
I could probably improve on that, but I'll do it for the next one. Cause this piece, this, this work of art is perfect. And it's taken me a long time to get to that place where I can look at my art and understand that there is perfection in the imperfections in that work because I am the only one that could see them. And it will never be duplicated in exactly that way. Ever, ever. It will never be duplicated. And when you start to understand that as an artist, you start to accept those things that you consider imperfections as nuances of your growth. So I look at old, you know, like a lot of people will look at old work and they're like, oh, I've improved so much. And that's great. Yes, you have improved. But that artwork is a snapshot of time of you back then in the effort of putting yourself out there. Like to me, that's amazing. And it's beautiful. I recently just, because we were doing website updates, I recently just looked back through the archive of like older work that sold. And I remember early on thinking like, my jewelry is not that good. Like, I don't really know what I'm doing yet. And I looked back at some of these designs and I was like, wow, I experimented vigorously back then. And like, maybe there's some stuff here and there, but like, I see massive creative effort here that I could actually stand to take a page out of now, now that I have a skill set. I was just making some cool stuff and putting it out there and like, yeah, it could have been better, but like for what it was, it was absolutely perfect for its time. Yeah. And I I had to have mad respect for past self for putting it it out there. And it reminds you that you should be experimenting. You should be willing to make mistakes. I mean, if you're not willing to make mistakes and you're you're like, well, I got to make sure that it's like this and like this, because this is what that person said. And you don't try yourself and don't experiment and play around. You're never going to discover new things that haven't been done before. And here's a cool thing too. Like this is another thing that you give as an artist. You don't just give your work, right? You give your story. If you allow people to see the evolution of yourself as an artist, the progress of your creation, the imperfections, all of it, warts and all, you allow other people to see that, you say it's okay for you to do the same thing. Yeah, It's okay for you to put yourself out there, even though maybe you don't think you've reached whatever level. You're giving other creatives permission to do the same thing by saying, this is good. More of us should do this. More of us should share this. More of us should talk about this. Yeah. And as you know, and the thing is that like when you do that and you are putting it out there, you end up with, I have lifelong collectors that have been collecting stuff from me since the very beginning, since I started uh, where I couldn't even afford anything. And I think one of the vendors at the flea market gave me some poster board Mm -hmm. and some of my first paintings were done on like, not even archival. It was just poster board Yep. and they have collected artwork for me over the years and they have followed us religiously on whatever it is that we're doing because they are there to support our growth. Mm-hmm. And that's the thing to remember is that when you wait around to put yourself out there, you are denying the world the opportunity to not only experience something that is powerful, but you are also denying the world the opportunity to follow a success story. A journey, a journey that 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 has that that there is something that you are trying to achieve. And coming back to during difficult times, whether on a global scale or a personal level, if you retract that during those times, saying, "Oh, well, it's inappropriate to share this now," you you're depriving people of that part of the story. Yeah, right. So it it really is a gift to put it out there and to tell other people. By doing this, I'm also telling you that it's okay for it's you. It's okay too. to do this. Yeah. I get, um, so I get emails from Art News and, you know, the, the stuff that's going on in the Ukraine. Mm-hmm. And I'm inspired by a large group of artists in the Ukraine yep. that are fighting the battle in that way with art. With art. That is powerful. And in those moments, it's where you realize, like, listen, we have something that is quite powerful and quite amazing to bring by just sharing our voice in whichever way it is that we could speak. Obviously, a lot of things are censored there, not art. Right. And that's how they've been speaking out. Think of how powerful that is. And historically, when you're looking at stuff like that, 
where there is censorship, that's how people speak out. That's how people speak out. They speak out with their art. They tell a story with their art that is personal to them and it is powerful. And a lot of times it is way more powerful than somebody standing on a pulpit and screaming some stuff to be able to experience and really absorb that image and bring it in that song and bring it into yourself is way powerful, way powerful. There's a reason too, that during hard times, there's an explosion of song and art and film and people wanting that stuff. Yeah. Thank you to Jess who sent us a gift. Thank you, Thank you Jess. so much, Jess. So I wanted to read this because Cameron had said that he created a ballerina. Uh, my, I, I made artwork. It reminded me someone of a ballerina and they bought it because they used to do ballet as a child and it brought back good memories. And I think he said, the funny thing is I didn't purposely make it ballerina. It was abstract. So what a coincidence. She loved it for that reason. Yeah. And that's the thing. That's, that's, a, a, that's, that's a great example. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay. Um, let's get back down here. Yes. Uh, Char I, said, it's like the graffiti that was created during the height of the COVID pandemic. Yes. Yeah. Yes, exactly. And I mean, and that's the thing, like we are so power and it doesn't have to be a big, you know, a lot of people will say, well, real art is blah blah encasing the times or or this and that historically important is a term they like to use yeah the fact of the matter is that you sitting in your living room experiencing the world and feeling a certain way right feeling a certain way uh based on what is going on out there and it has an impact on you and you decide that you're going to express this with your art in whichever way it could be maybe it is maybe and it's not even directly right like it's not direct it is you know, I'm sitting here, I'm feeling horrible about what's happening and there should be peace and there should be love, right? So like right now, uh, for example, I'm designing a poster for the Earth Day Pensacola and it is a symbol of the world surrounded by the petals of a sunflower. The sunflower is a symbol of peace, right? That's infused in me and in my art right now because of how I feel about the state of the world. Now, when I set out to paint it, you know, at one point I'm looking, okay, well, this color is nice. I need this color to, uh, but then it evolves into something that has such a deep meaning, even though most people will miss that. Mm -hmm. They won't, they won't see that. But some won't miss it. Sarah said, I love your design, Mr. Rafi. Thank you, Sarah. Tina said, in my neighborhood, everyone made signs and art to hang in our windows to share the love to our neighbors during the lockdown. Yeah. What a beautiful thing. And that's beautiful. Some, those stories, those stories out there of like kids or, or professional musicians going out on their balcony and playing, performing, performing for their neighbors. neighbors. That's beautiful. That, that, those kind of things, those are so powerful. And when you think to yourself, like, should I be sharing my stuff? Should I be bringing a smile to people? Should I be bringing this stuff out because I want to express it and maybe make people think? Whatever the reason is that you want to share your art, there is no there is no wrong reason. There is no wrong reason. Cameron said it becomes historically important with time. Non-important events that may seem mundane might blow people's minds in the future. Like they used to do that or they use those. You never know. Never limit never yourself. Never limit yourself. I fully yeah. agree, Cameron. It's honestly none of my business how history will judge how yep. I lived and what I produced as an artist. Like I am not, I'm not in it for that. Um, yep. So history can think whatever it wants to. <laughs> of my artwork. Yeah, I know. You know, a lot of people worry about that too. Um, when they're, they'll contact me, well, is this archival? Is that, you know, and I think to myself, like Matisse used construction paper for like some of his pieces. And you have these art museums that are like restoring the construction paper. I love it. You've got other artists that use latex paint. Um, you have other artists that just use latex to create sculptures that only have a life of like 20 something years. Don't worry about what is going to happen to the art because it's going to make it out there. And if people are going to restore it, they're going to restore it. It's not your job to restore art. No, it's not anywhere near that. 
let them deal with that. I'm about connecting with other humans yeah. right now while I'm alive. Uh, Timothy said, I'm making art as you guys discuss it. That right is on, Timothy. awesome, I love Timothy. It. <laughs> Chris said the greats used to paint on cardboard because it was cheaper. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, listen, I painted on cardboard. Now I gave it away at a thing, but you know, I've painted on cardboard and I have plans to paint stuff on cardboard. Leslie said sunflower seeds given to soldiers placed in pockets. If they fall in battle, the seeds of the sunflowers will grow. We're oh. doing sunflowers here in New Zealand as they're in full bloom. Wow. Wow. Indeed. Wow. That took me, that, uh, that took me, gave me pause yeah. right there. That's the words I'm trying to find. Yeah. <laughs> That's beautiful. That's beautiful. If they find your art needing to be saved, they will find it. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, Cameron. Yeah, they will. I don't ever concern myself with uh, whether or not a material. If if I am too concerned about an a material being archival right now, obviously you want to stay away from like certain things that might yellow over time. So you want to find things that are non-yellowing. But a lot of that stuff, like I don't really concern myself too much with that because there will always be a way to restore it. There will always be a way to restore it. Sarah said, I love that so many artists are spreading the message of hope and peace through the sunflowers, but I went a slightly different way as I'm drawn to people's suffering, not in a no, bad way. No, that's the beautiful that's... thing is you are going to express a facet of it, what you're experiencing that, that, that needs to be expressed, that needs to be expressed and that no one else but you with your perspective could possibly do. And those are the things that that's the thing, Sarah, those are, those are the pieces that you are drawn to. Mm -hmm. And there's something so beautiful about that. And the fact of the matter is that I'm drawn to those pieces too. You know, it's, it's, it's that photograph of a person that has all the lines on their face and you could tell that they have lived a really hard life. And then the way that they're looking at the lens and the expression in their eyes, to me, that is so powerful. It is a powerful thing. And it's yeah. like one picture, one painting, one expression of something like that is so powerful. And it tells an entire story. To go back to Chris's question, it tells an entire story in just one look, one image. Absolutely. And that's powerful. And that story is the collaboration between you and the observer. Yeah. And it's beautiful. Cameron said, Rafi's sunflower girls might gain some more meaning without you even knowing it. People now relate sunflowers to Ukraine as yeah. it's their national flower, right? Yeah. Yeah, it is. Yeah. It's their national flower and it is their uh, symbol, symbol of, of peace. peace. Yeah. Uh, the sunflower is also Ukraine's national flower, said Tina. Yep. Decided I decided to paint, to paint a paint. sunflower field. Cause it was blue and yellow. I didn't learn until after it was their national flower. Yeah. <laughs> um, Grit, determination awesome. and defiance. defiance. Yes, yep. indeed. Grit, determination and defiance. I mean, it's like those old photographs. I forget who did the series, but they went around um, the, the United States. This was years ago and they did black and white photos of like old farmers, uh -huh. you know, and you, you could see the, the, the lines the life, the in life, their face, yeah, in their face, and that—that's that's so powerful to me. I love, I love that kind of stuff. Um, so, either way, let's close this up, okay? Because we are getting to the end of it. Uh, do you have any closing statements on why sharing your our fear? I feel like the way that I feel about this, I cannot find the words to describe it, which is ironic because this is a podcast. So. In order to really, really make this clear on how I feel about this, when you share your art, when you put it out there, when you share your music, when you share your thoughts, when you share your love, you are putting something powerful out in the world that did not exist that did not take form, that did not express what it's going to express until you decided to create it. You putting it out there in the world is an act of creation. You sharing this with people 
is an act, you, you creating it is an act of creation. You sharing it with people is an act of communication. And the fact of the matter is that in the world right now, we need to be communicating something much more powerful, something much more connected. We need to be communicating more. So every time that we share something out in the world, we are communicating what our thoughts, what our feelings are, and we are finding, especially with art, a way of connecting with someone who may even have an opposing thought than you do. Because the artwork in of itself may not be bias. And that's what opens up that dialogue. So what we do as artists is open up dialogue between about things that are difficult to open up about. And it's powerful. It's powerful. What we do is powerful. And don't ever allow anyone or any institution or anybody make you think otherwise. I think you articulated that beautifully. And so I'll just add, it's not just powerful, but it's fundamental. It's food. It's like food. If you were preparing food during hard times, would you stop preparing food for people that you care about? No, right. you would not. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> you would keep on preparing the delicious food. Charles said, love you all. Life is what you create. So create something awesome. Yeah, Charles. Totally thank you. Agree. Love you too, man. Uh, Cameron, people need our, people need our. During crappy times. It would not be a podcast unless there was one misspelling there people need art during crappy times art is essential and has been around since our earliest times it is it's elemental to us yep. absolutely cameron absolutely uh well said thank you thank wow, you guys preach, brother rafi so needed to hear this podcast thank, thank you, you for being here with us i think we needed to have this podcast yeah i think this conversation needs to keep happening and keep evolving yeah exactly yeah. it does it does and it and it will it will i mean the way the benefit now is that we have a community online there are people and we're able to connect and verbalize these things online so even though that there's a lot of noise, right? We can always rise above the noise. And above the noise is that quiet tone of creation where you put something out there and you're not trying to get anything out of it. You know what I mean? Where it's like, it's something genuine. You are putting this out there because you want to communicate this to the world. You're not doing it with with an ulterior motive that you're going to get something back. And that's everything that is above the noise. The noise is everybody's got an agenda. Everybody's talking about this or that, or they're arguing back and forth. Let the noise be the noise, rise above it and create the beauty that you want to create or the, the hard to look at piece that you want to create or the piece that is emotional and deep for you. Whatever it is, you create that because that's what matters in the world. That's that's what we need more of, more of that communication, that honest communication between humans. And I think as artists, we are the most powerful bringers of that. Absolutely. Uh, I just I just went into another rant there or oh, that was a good whatever rant. it was. That was a good rant. That's a good rant to close out on, I think. All right. So a lot of a love coming from our peeps here. Thank you guys so much. So glad I found your community. So Char, Char, we are glad that you found us too. Just make the world beautiful and more meaningful, peeps, said Tina. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Great show today, Sarah Darian. Thank you. So let's let's end this now. Um, I forgot how to end it. So you might have to take point on that. Well, I just want to say uh, thank you guys for contributing to this conversation. Um, Virginia, thank you for being here. Virginia was like, I had things I wanted to say. I thank know. you for being here. Uh, that your presence was wonderful. Yeah. And, and it, this conversation will continue this, on. Yeah. This conversation, this is one iteration of the, of this kind of, this conversation. This conversation is, is very big and we are going to be having different facets of this conversation at other times. Most definitely. Leslie said, let's go rogues. Yeah. Bye everybody. All right. So let's say. Good night to everyone. And thank you so much for being here. And for those of you listening to the recorded version after the fact, thank you so much for listening. And if you like this and you'd like to subscribe to more, go ahead and click somewhere around here to subscribe. 
And also, if there is a comment section, we would love to hear what your thoughts are on this particular subject. Art, to me, is very powerful, and I'm sure that a lot of you guys feel the same. But just let me know how it is, how it is that you feel that it does impact the world. That would be great if you shared it with us. And other than that, I think that it is time to say goodbye. Would you like to say goodbye, Clee? Absolutely. Good day. All right. Adios, everyone.